0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Addouri on Pulse95. Yes, this is the Half Time Show and Umar Addouri is away as we ring in the New Year celebrations. It is a few more days till uh, 2019 and a very busy time. Now, usually this is the time of the year when you think, okay, there's no football going on, there's no cricket going on, there's no sports, so there's only a couple of games that are worth talking about. And so I initially had planned uh, to... Uh, to play or, or, or do a little bit of a decade review in the world of sports. We'll still do that later on in the program, though, uh, but we'll definitely start off with some news headlines when it came to or comes to the world of sports. I am Abdul Karim Hanif, host of Morning Matches usually, but filling in the shoes of Omar aduri uh, as we keep you entertained and informed this afternoon with the world of sports. So where should we start? We can start off with the world of VAR It was a bit of a controversial game. A lot of people had different opinions about the encounter. Liverpool are still reigning at the top, but, you know, not without a bit of a drama. Uh, And a lot of people, especially Michael Owen, had to uh, jump in and uh, have his say on Twitter. So many people uh, were getting involved in the discussion so we'll be talking about that. If you've got any particular opinion about it, do get involved in the text lines 4215. Then we'll look at the Globe Soccer Awards that took place here in the United Arab Emirates. Best Coach of the Year was also announced. Best uh, uh, Player of the Year also announced. So, so much has been going on. A very busy time for the world of football. Uh, and then after that we will do a little bit of a decade in review because obviously 20 2019 drawing to the close, uh, we need to look at what's coming up in the world of 2020 because uh, we'll do a little bit of a, a tennis review. We will do a little bit of a, a different sports that we'll talk about. So, so much to look forward to. Get involved on the text lines 4215. Uh, this is uh, the Halftime Show with myself, Abdul Karim Hani filling in for Omar Abdouri. Pulse. Pulse 95. Oh, he left the pack. This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh! Yes, of course, better than nice is the strike for Liverpool. Sadio Mane was the hero for Liverpool as they extended their lead on top of the Premier League table with a 13-point lead. And uh, yes, it came with a bit of drama. It came with a little bit of uh, controversial decisions when it comes to the video assistant referee. Uh, Wolves had their goal denied as uh, they tried to equalise. In fact, they Tried to, uh, to to secure their valuable points against uh, Liverpool. And uh, so many people had uh, different opinions about this as well. Everyone got involved in the discussion. Even Michael Owen had to say something about uh, the decision. Uh, what is going on in the world of uh, uh Of football as well because it is something that everyone um, gets uh, gets very hyped up about uh, football, and uh, and, uh, and and he said on Twitter saying that totally disagree with most people on this offside VAR debate. Like goal line technology, it's black and white. one inch or one yard over the line. It doesn't matter. The line has to be drawn somewhere. Yes, it's tough on those who are just told who are only just offside, but I'm sorry that's life and var obviously came into the fore uh, during uh, the football world cup but one big difference is that the referee would actually go into the dugout and look at the decision himself but here he relies uh, predominantly on the decision made in the in the studios uh, or in the var room uh, but then, yeah, their goal was disallowed with, with a marginal offside by Johnny after Pedro Neto had drilled his shot into the bottom left corner. Uh, at the stroke of half time, as well to get that valuable uh, equaliser. Liverpool actually had loads of chances to extend their lead. Mohamed Salah, Roberto Firmino coming close either side of the break, but uh, Wolves were really, uh, uh, you know, charged up. And um, uh, you know, Wolves fans are very frustrated at the moment. Uh, greeting referee Anthony Taylor with a roar of boos on his re-entry to the pitch after the halftime break, they sang. Of the and they actually continued singing of the disapproval of the VAR system as frustrations actually continued in the second half as well. Um, we've seen uh, these closed offside calls uh, where Norwich striker uh, T- Timo Pukki and Crystal Palace forward Wilfred Zaha were also victims of these calls, and um, it is going to be a big uh, big question mark. And Gary Lineker also tweeting and saying. Thoughts are with football at this difficult time. Now, get involved on the world of VAR. Now, there's so many times, and I think a lot of England fans will talk about Frank Lampard briefly again, uh, especially that goal that strike when uh, i'm remembering the 2010 football world cup encounter against germany that strike when it clearly did go over the line had england got that goal we would have seen a different result because momentum shifts people get built up and when you get these frustrating reviews going or decisions going against you the entire morale the entire willingness to play goes down or even sometimes you get so frustrated that you're playing in a very emotional manner uh, and that you actually uh lose concentration of what you're meant to be doing you stop executing your plans uh, because you're so emotional and want to vent your frustration out on the pitch and that that's exactly what happens and so tough luck for Wolf, uh, Wolverhampton uh, it was a little bit of uh, an upsetting uh, New Year's uh, Eve celebrations let's say um, but another person who is going to be uh, slightly concerned is Mikel Arteta uh, after their old habits uh, die hard as his homecoming party uh, for Mikel Teta at Arsenal turned into uh, a wake in a matter of painful minutes as what international media continues to describe it as um, Chelsea certainly uh, stealing that thunder over there uh, another big aspect is um, Manuel Pellegrini has now been shown the door Uh, and uh, uh, he's going to be replaced by David Moyes who's been appointed as West Ham manager and will return for his second spell at uh, the club. Manuel Pellegrini Uh, after the uh, 2-1 home defeat against Leicester is going to be going home and it's going to be very upsetting and a very uh, challenging new year ahead for him as well. So not the best of all starts or best of all ends to 2019 for him. Well, well, this was a little bit of a football recap for you. When it comes to the Premier League, so much has been happening. Join this debate of VAR. Uh, if 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 I were to wear the uh, the experts' hat, if we could say that, it is so important to get this uh, technology out there. If the world of cricket has uh, the third umpire, if rugby's got it. We're talking 5G. We're going so fast in the world of technology that you definitely needed this in football. And even if it was closest to full margins, even if the software decided that, yes, he was offside, but he technically wasn't, Let it be. Let's the world of football survive. And uh, I'm sure I'll have a lot of haters at the moment. But uh, that's what it is. Rules are there at the moment and they are surely there to stay. And we will do a little bit of a recap or review of the decade and also talk about uh, how uh, VAR came into into play well time now for us to take a bit of a short break and uh, when we come back we'll be talking uh, and celebrating performances right here on the morning uh, on in fact uh, the uh, the halftime show i'm so used to saying morning majlis isn't it i want to go back it's the early starts and getting so involved with the morning show uh, that Omar abduri um you know halftime show is is fun but I, I, i'm going to go back I got to go back. How about that? Well, stay tuned to Pulse 95. Have your say on the matter. This is the afternoon of sports with the halftime show. You're listening to Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire. What the go! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better a nice. Oh. Yes, better than nice is when you get the awards for your uh, performances on the pitch. And uh, here in the United Arab Emirates, we hosted another Globe Soccer Awards. Now, this was the 11th edition of it and it drew to a conclusion. Great success over this the beginning of this week. It was a two-day session that saw the most influential personalities in the world of international football appear on stage at the conference and also discussed uh, the most current issues in the football world. Um, this year, 17 awards were presented during the Globe Soccer Evening Event, which saw the Portuguese champion Cristiano Ronaldo on for the sixth time as the best men's player of the year Cristiano once again wins the top prize in acknowledgement uh, of his success during the season uh, winning in Italy with Juventus and also in Europe with the UEFA Nations League uh, for Portugal but this was not only Cristiano's year, joining him on stage in the UAE to receive an award dedicated to the best athletes at the international level was also uh, uh, the moment of the English champion Lucy Bronze, who for the first time in the UAE raised the award allocated to best women's player of the year award as well. So much was given uh, uh, to uh, to a number of people and uh, recognising uh, their work. Now for the best coach of the year this year, it was Jürgen Klopp was chosen first among the finalists nominated by the Globe Soccer Awards jury, already winner of FIFA's The Best Football Coach Award for 2019. The German coach has continued to uh, stack up an impressive array of awards as Liverpool's manager by winning the UEFA Champions League, UEFA Super Cup and even the FIFA Club World Cup. And we're only... Only a few games away, let's say, uh, where Liverpool, if they continue this current form, they're going to cement their position to be lifting that Premier League title after 30 years. And it was no coincidence that Liverpool Football Club were given the three club finalists uh, selected by the European Club Association and once again recognised this year its best club of the year. Uh, Goalkeeper Alison Becker, holder of the best goalkeeper of the year award, uh, bagged it again for the second consecutive year so so much had been going on uh, in the Arab region uh, we saw uh, Al-Hilal football club from Saudi Arabia nominated and uh, given the award as the best Arab club of the year, Moroccan striker and leading figure of the Saudi club Al-Nasr Abdurrazzak Hamdallah was also given the award for the best Arab player of the year Award Best Academy of the Year. Looking at that, AFC Ajax that they that's what they got. Um, uh, and uh, sadly, you know, just gonna voice that frustration. No awards were given out to uh, uh, any of uh, Newcastle United's players or a club yeah, at all. Very upsetting, but not to worry. This is uh, all about recognizing efforts and recognizing achievements and re- in line with recognising all that achievements. Halftime show is now going to pay tribute to the sporting greats and legends. How about that? Uh, we'll take a bit of a short break and when we come back we are going to do a little bit of a sporting review. We're going to be looking at how the decade is now going in uh, and uh, well, the new decade is going to start and what has been happening on the world of sports, particularly combat sports, cricket and football. How about that? Let's do it. Stay tuned to Pulse95. So much to get through this morning. Uh, In fact, this afternoon, as we continue to keep you updated and informed. Uh, We are going to be right back after the short break. Stay tuned to Pulse95. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Pulse95. Yes, welcome back to halftime show with Umar Duri, but uh, he is uh, on a well-deserved break at the moment, and it is going to be with myself, Abdul Karim Hanif, as I keep you updated and informed throughout this afternoon with the world of sports. Now, let's have a look at uh, the little bit of a, uh, a review of the world of sports. Let's do tennis and football in this segment uh this is going to be a little bit of a a decade review because it's such an important uh moment for all of us um because you know the sporting legends rise and fall continues and it's been a a great remarkable period of time especially when you look at uh, uh other sportsmen such as Rory McIlroy this was their year Uh, and yes he's a golfer and yes it is uh, it is a moment to be celebrating achievements of uh, particular individuals but McIlroy emerged as this new kid on the block and now has become such a household name and this is what's we believe Stefanos Sitsipas is going to be, even though he played the final against uh, Rafael Nadal and he played, staged a very good competitive spirit there in the de La World Tennis Championships. But uh, he's he's a man he's only 21 and you can't rule him out at the moment and he is the guy that is going to dominate the headlines in this period between 2010 and 2020 there really were these four players uh, who took the center stage and limelight uh off the center court and uh, sometimes referred to as the big four ideally it's been the big three uh, with roger federer novak Djokovic, and rafael nadal and then andy murray uh, joining uh, the uh, the battle for supremacy in the world of tennis. Uh, it was in January 2018 the Swiss legend stormed into history books with his 20th Grand Slam title. And with his current form, you can always expect him to grab uh, hold a few more at the moment. Spain's Nadal, the winner of the Mbadele World Tennis Championships, uh, has been following with 19 Grand Slams, and then the Serbian star Djokovic with 18 The Big 3 remains at the top of the uh, uh, ATP titles tally, and their reign at the top could have been challenged by Andy Murray, who has 46 titles under his belt. However, with now all four of them in their 30s, you could say that the era is now coming to an end. Definitely. Now tennis fans can uh keep an eye on stefano Sitsipas and sasha Zevrev for sure uh and this is going to be uh the, they're the young and rising stars of the world of tennis and something that they and for sure they are set to become household names in the future now let's move on to football it's been what a decade it has been uh you know we've had changes in the rules we had new winners who joined the record books as well you know, for for me, I would say it was the 2015-16 season where Leicester joined the list of six winners of the English Premier League title, uh, the first top-level football championship to place their name in the history books, and they did it without any major names uh, in 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 their squad. It was a fairy tale season for the East Midlands side as they finished top of the table with 81 points. While they attracted praise from different parts of the world, this achievement. Has at times been referred to as the greatest sporting story of all time. So certainly been a big decade for for them as as they uh, continued their form this season. But BBC recently did a little bit of a poll and found out. Uh, uh, the best moment of the decade. They gave a couple of options. Rooney's overhead kick versus Manchester City. Aguero's uh, goal that really sealed their points and valuable points for Manchester City to take that title. Uh, And Leicester City's coronation, of course, uh, being uh, among the the options. Liverpool's Champions League comeback against uh, Barcelona. Yeah, there we go. Uh, So a couple of options were there. And of course... Aguero's last-minute goal and Leicester City's coronation got the uh, uh, the most votes. Leicester City winning by 38% of the polls and Aguero's last-minute goal and Heroics in 2012 uh, got the 29% of people voting for it by the BBC's little poll. Uh, when you look at other uh, players, it was definitely dominated by Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo at the moment walking away with the Globe Soccer uh, Award as well. Uh, I think for the UAE, the big uh, achievement was playing host to the Asia Cup for the second time. And it was also the first time it was played with 24 teams. Uh, but their campaign ended during the semi-finals uh, after the loss to the winners of the tournament and the winners in fact became uh, the the lifters of that asia cup for the first time as well in their history Uh, bahrain winning the Gulf cup for the first time Certainly, a, a, a moment to cherish for this part of the world. And of course, when it comes to technology, the video assistant referee system came into play during the 2018 World Cup and was brought to, uh, introduced into the football leagues across the world very quickly from there on. Its effectiveness has been deba- debated extensively. But what we can say is that this was the biggest change in football of the decade and really uh, has changed a lot of uh, viewership trends as well. It was also in this decade that FIFA announced the 2026 World Cup will be played with 48 teams. This will surely change the viewership trends of the tournament and the sport as a whole, uh, but... Do you think a 48-team World Cup is going to be too long? Because you know the current World Cup, certain games you tend to avoid. You think, oh, okay, I'll, I'll miss this one. It's, it's, it's okay, you know. Um, but yeah, join in this debate. Text lines are open 4215 as we continue this conversation. We are going to take a bit of a short break. And then we will do a little bit of a, a sport decade review for the world of crickets and, of course, track and field and combat sports. So much going on uh, right here on the Halftime Show as we celebrate the end of the decade and uh, we continue uh, to keep you informed with the world of sports uh, this afternoon right here on Pulse95. You're listening to Pulse95. 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 This is the Halftime Show with Omar Yes, we're into the final show and final segment of the final show for the year 2019. And we are going to be gearing up for 2020. And it's only right that we do a little bit of a decade in review for the world of sports because so much has been going on. We just did football. uh, And let's move on to the world of combat sports before we go into cricket. Now, combat sports this year was... The year, well, this decade was the time when a lot of people got involved uh, and glued to the screen because, uh, you know, guess what? Conor McGregor decided to get into the world of the uh, of the boxing ring and say, you know, I'm going to challenge the undefeated Mr. Mayweather as well. But that gave a chance for a lot of people uh, to cash in on this massive demand and also for a lot of people to go into the hotels and different FNB venues because in the UAE these games were taking place, or these uh, fights were taking place well and truly into the early morning hours and uh, people decided to have breakfast whilst watching uh, the fights. Uh, But it was in 2015 Las Vegas was uh, the destination which hosted the fight of the century, and that was between Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. Looking in the business sense of things, that game or that encounter generated 4.6 million pay-per-view buys and revenues of over $600 million. That encounter, a lot of people were disappointed with the, uh, the fight. They're saying that Manny Pacquiao was... You know, up to no no mark in that encounter, Mayweather ended the fight undefeated with a professional record of 47 wins. A couple of years after that, it was closely followed by Conor McGregor challenging Mayweather, Mayweather in the biggest fight in combat sports history. That game or that encounter saw 4.3 million pay-per-view buys and Mayweather walked away with a flawless 50-win record after the 10th round technical knockout now a lot of people put question marks on conor mcgregor's uh intentions uh but if you walk away with a massive prize purse for coming and even losing that fight you have nothing to complain about, certainly. Okay, so let's move on to the world of cricket. Now, there's two names that truly defined this decade, and you may agree or disagree with me. Virat Kohli and South Africa's AB de Villiers uh, were the uh, the fine and best players of the decade, and really goes to show that cricket has definitely become a batsman batsman-friendly sport. And where are the bowlers? Well. It's a bit of a question mark. In Virat Kohli, in this decade, India found a champion batsman and a captain has already already become a demigod uh, in the country. Uh, Very few players have scored at a as consistent rate as Virat Kohli, Indian skipper, is currently the only batsman with a 50-plus average in all three formats of the game. That also includes the T20s. Looking at at A.B. De Villiers, with an average of more than 64, De De Villiers was arguably among the most consistent batsmen during this period as well. The modern legend did retire from international cricket last year after leaving a lasting impact on uh, cricket fans all over the world. In cricket, we also saw the decade of the Pink Bowl, the first ever day-night night test match was held with the pink ball and was held in adelaide in november 2015 it was a low scoring thriller australia beating new zealand by just three wickets on day three uh, but uh, it is a conti- is a form that got, it continued in south asia as well we saw that first test match being played here in this region and uh, of course it's something to look forward to Pakistan and Australia played it here in the United Arab Emirates the day night test is it is it something that is going to get people watching and glued to the screens well you never know Uh, finally let's wrap things up with the world of competitions in 2019 uh, we saw the World Cup winners Uh, uh, it was England reaching uh, beating New Zealand in a thrilling super over contest to earn the right to lift that trophy for the first time Ben Stokes once again the hero and of course in 2011 we saw india lift uh, the world cup for the second time uh, in uh, their history and it was also when uh, their legend sachin Tendulkar retired and a number of big indian legends uh, who are now ruling uh, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 cricket board uh, retired at that time as well but look where the world of sports is going indeed another person that we could say in the world of sports Usain Bolt made his mark as the fastest man alive, track and field. And of course, uh, Eliud Kipchoge running the fastest uh, marathon ever and just under two hours as well one minute 59 one hour 59 minutes and 40 seconds on the vienna course well this was the decade in review for us here on pulse 95 if you think there is any other events uh, that do deserve that limelight get involved on the text lines 4215 have your say Omar Aduri will be returning very very soon as well and if you've enjoyed uh, the halftime show with myself or would like me to go back to morning majlis do get involved on the text lines 4215 and we we'll speak to you very shortly thank you for tuning in and stay tuned to Pulse 95 this is Pulse 95 tune in live every Monday Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm